0: This is Jack Del Rio and this is Roster Watch.
1: Woody Carpentier, Alex Dunlap from Rosterwatch is here. <laughs> uh, the Senior Bowl, uh, spoiler alert, it wasn't great. Uh, it wasn't 2020 by any means. Just, just to put it in context, okay? The quarterbacks in 2020 included Jordan Love, fine, right? Uh, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Do you remember that class? The 2020 quarterback class. Do you okay. remember that 2020
2: quarterback class? This isn't it. This isn't it. This week, we'll get to it,
1: man. There, no, th- there's some good things to get to, but there's, there's good things. There's some good things. There's some good players, but I just I I, I want to lead with the biggest takeaway, which is this isn't 2021. It's not 2022. It certainly isn't 2020. This is its own class. Yep. It's going to play out how it plays out. And there are, there's some structural issues with the way the, 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 the the talent pools are affecting other talent pools. Like we'll talk about the cornerbacks and how they're affecting the wide receivers. We'll talk about particular wide receivers that underwhelm some, well, some wide receivers I thought actually impressed. So there were some impressive
3: performances. I think the biggest, the biggest one that you mentioned, I don't want you to get off that is the quarterbacks being underwhelming. And the cornerbacks, so the quarterbacks underwhelming. The cornerbacks overpowering, yeah. as far as you know, they're very, very handsy this week. I was going to get to that later, that but was, I had I mean, to the
1: take they, save. That was going to be my. But that big was like take.
3: that's like you said, number one. That's the big takeaway: the, the quarterbacks are so bad, and the cornerbacks, coupled with it, have just made you know that process of evaluation a little tougher. And um, I
1: think what I said to Ray Garvin was, the uh, quarterbacks are bad, and the cornerbacks are too good. Yeah. So it's a real issue. It was actually more of an issue with the second practice with the American side, the national side. The quarterbacks were better, and the cornerbacks were worse. So we actually had some contested catches that wide receivers could actually uh, complete. It, it's it's not the worst quarterback class
2: that we've seen in the last decade. It's, it's not. It, no, it's not the worst. But it, it's 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 been tough. And what, just one of the tough things is not so much us coming here to evaluate these quarterbacks and figure out for dynasty or fantasy. Super flex. you would you know, draft who's, who's, one of these quarterbacks? Best? No, I, well, I'm 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 here to see him the rest of the week, right? I mean, who who knows? But it's it was disappointing today with all the dump offs to the running backs, all the dump offs to the tight ends. None of these guys were willing to uncork and just you know let the ball loose, um, let us see what these guys are like in action. When they, can't, you know, some of these dudes were getting separation downfield and they just weren't ever seeing the football. So it is it, there's a little bit of an evaluation problem there. But no, this is not. This is not Logan Thomas and Stephen Morris and like it was in like twenty fourteen. That was the worst. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you couldn't evaluate anything that year, so uh, it, it's not quite like that. I mean, Max Duggan's a, a good a good player. I thought Hainer then in the first. Thank
3: God, the, God for Duggan. Thank, I was. I, I, thank God. But but even Duggan, it was like it was it was brutal because he wouldn't let like nobody would let it rip i want to see toon clayton toon had this big arm coming in from houston and he didn't do anything he he would wait back there and wait and wait and wait and wait for something to open up and like we talked about these cornerbacks and these linebackers were pretty much mugging everybody And there you know there was pi called on a bunch of plays and stuff like this in, in this walk through practice type thing but it was like consistently tight end four yards under under Qu- running back and it's like there's receivers running full routes downfield and they're just not throwing the ball to him. And like Duggan was fine, right? Duggan was good, but, Toon couldn't get the ball down, Wouldn't push to the ball downfield. Bajan missed consistently. Oh, that man, first practice, man. that first practice isn't even. Bajan, we we come in, we knew he was going to be a project. He's going to be a project. He's not going to be the guy that he's not going to be the first quarterback taken on day two, or or, or I should say day three. Um, but yeah, definitely not day two. But they, it, dude, <laughs> dude, not, dude, last last year uh, we had Pickett. The, pro, the project we was had Ritter. Three, yeah,
1: but we, Willis. There was a, a bunch of pro ready quarterbacks. Yeah, well, Willis started, not pro ready. Like,
2: you yeah, guys that started like Zappy, like Zappy was the sort of the equivalent this year for. For the Shepherd kid, right? I'm, yeah. I'm not. Sh- it, it, to be honest, I was probably about as unimpressed with Zappy to start last year than I yeah. as I was with that kid today. So who knows, man? We got the rest of the week. I, I I'll, I'll keep my fingers crossed. It'll, it'll be fine. They're going to need them to push. The, here's the thing: these scouts and these coaches and stuff like they're here to get these same evals that we're trying to get on these players, and they're going to say, look, you, you can't. It's like Cody was saying all practice, man. Some of these guys need to understand, like, this isn't all about you as the quarterback here. (laughs) Like, you know, some of these times, like, we're going to, you know, we're going to want to see what these receivers can do when they're separating downfield. If you give them the ball, you give them a chance to win, can they win? We just didn't see as much of that today. We saw some of it, and the good news is we saw it for some important wide receivers that we were actually looking for some of that contested catch stuff with, some of the wide receivers that we were looking for the man coverage stuff with. We did get to see it in glimpses. We just didn't get a big, big sample the way that I'm hoping that we will over the course of the next two.
1: I was most excited by the running backs, which is why we're going to keep the running back position to the end. So let's just – I want to you know, talk about wide receivers first in the context that they were facing off against several first, second, and third round cornerbacks that were uh, you know, basically running routes for them in many cases, uh, getting h- incredible jumps on the balls. I mean, I, we are a fantasy football show, the future cast, helping to you know project the players that you're going to eventually draft in dynasty. But we can't. Talk about the wide receivers without talking about how
3: awesome this cornerback group is. Yeah, I mean, the, the big one was you know, we, we got to go on the field afterwards and kind of talk to some of these receivers, Dontavian Wicks, Jonathan Mingo, Xavier, uh, Xavier Hutchinson, uh, Jalen Wayne. Asked them all, you know, what's your biggest matchup, who you want to play against tomorrow? So today you had a good practice, but these cornerbacks are overpowering. Who's the guy? Julius Brent out of Kansas State. six three, two hundred two, 202, like – we, we, we talked about Tariq Tre oh. last year 64 200 pounds and he ran that 42 he's not this Julius Brents is not going to run a 42 but Ju- <laughs> Julius Brents Julius Brents was locked down today he was great Tariq Stevenson from Miami strong um Julia was a what, Darius what, 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 Rush oh
2: uh, who is who is number who is number uh, number uh, 3 number 2 number 28 number 23 Dari- the national
3: team Dari- Darius Rush was the one from uh, South Carolina that you mentioned there 28 um
2: oh right right oh, all right so what about number uh, was there a number what about so from the american team two 28
3: 23 i guess two was a safe two was the safety from uh, alabama demarco Helms. what about who's 28 that was darius rush from south carolina he was the one that was called out at the end to uh line up on uh rishi rice on Rasheed rice can we start with him yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, like, think I think forward. that the theme think is forward. like the theme is that was the big one. more wide receivers disappointed than exceeded expectations, and it starts with Rasheed Rice. Yep.
2: It, Rasheed Rice came in here. Uh, wh- I had talked about a guy that I thought was a a, a very very dynamic, polished, polished player. He reminded me a ton of uh, Rashad Bateman. Um The what he was able to do and what he was able to do at SMU, breaking the single season yardage record, you know, after guys who had been there that were good, you know, good prospects, regardless of what you say about what's happened with, you know, James Prochet at the NFL level. Or, did, know, he, being, did he beat James Prochet's? Was it James Prochet's record? No, it was Emmanuel Sanders' record. Emmanuel, oh, like, Emmanuel but, but Sanders is Sanders there. Aldrick Robinson, Prochet, Cortland Sutton. Aldrich like, Robinson. Trey, Trey what a Wynn name. Like, so th- they've had good players. Rasheed Rice comes in and, he, he, you know, great route runner, great body control, all like all this stuff. But there were sources at SMU that had told me, that, you know, he might get into the four fives as far as his forty. And I saw, was like, oh shit! Like we're talking a guy that might get into the four fives. Like I'm, I'm hoping this dude's a four four guy. You know, dynamic, you know, awesome player here. We saw today. There's not many ways that Rasheed Rice wins. Um, you know, it's the first day of practice, but he has trouble separating. Uh, he has trouble. He's a little bit lumbering getting out of his um, getting into his routes, sinking his hips and getting out of them. He, he has these guys jump his routes. He, he has a hard time getting by guys when he does get by guys. He seems to get overwhelmed with their length. The, 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 there was um, there were some big long corners on that on that. Um, I guess that's the American roster. And it was just he he would get swallowed up and. Coming in, I had him rated as the guy that on film I liked him best of all the senior world wide receivers. Now, is I'm, yeah, go, no. I'm gonna go back and redo this? And I don't think that was that far off a of consensus. Well, Cody, was it? I don't, I don't look, no, I've heard, I've heard his uh, better than Quentin Johnson. I heard, I heard a lot of, a lot of hype on this guy. Yeah, and, and I was so, excited to see him. So, Rasheed Rice, I'm hoping for the rest of the week, we like maybe he'll turn it on. We've seen these guys get off to slow starts and really come on through the course of the week, man, he either had a slow day or he was feeling sick or like something. There was something going on with, with Rasheed Rice to where there really wasn't, I'm looking at my notes and I like, I I wrote down, I'm like, well, what, like,
1: what is special about what he does? Listen, tomorrow's a big day for Rice. And and the reason why this is important, this is practice. I know that some people might be listening to the show and like, why are they breaking down an all-star game practice? this is silly. This whole exercise is silly. No, this is not a normal practice. This is a showcase. So there are an incredible number of one-on-one drills, seven-on-seven and full team drills, much more than you would get in a typical practice. Yeah. And it's set up as a showcase to show players skills in situations where they're matched up with you know, equivalent or superior talent across from them. So this is a, a unique experience to see these players in a vacuum time and time and time and time again. We come to the senior bowl and identify a singular wide receiver, usually a wide receiver, there's typically one wide receiver that stands out, head and shoulders above. You can go back to Cooper Cup, you can go back to Debo Samuel, you can go back to well, there was that one year with Denzel Mims. But then last year, Christian Watson. Right? So there
2: have been other years too. I mean, there've been like the you know, like like the Marvin Jones junior year. You know, like yeah, it, 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 you, it, it, you it, might all, not you might think of him as a dusty old wide receiver now, but like he came out and like at that at that senior bowl, he showed like he's gonna be a hell of a prospect. He's in the NFL twelve years later. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, the the, the senior bowl is a, a great venue to you know evaluate players in a way that you can't just watching them, uh, in college. Uh, it's, 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 and it's not a typical practice. So it's, it's, it's a unique event in and of itself. It's very useful. It's why we're here. We wouldn't be here as an analytic shop if it w- weren't super useful. So let's talk about other wide receivers
3: that you had high hopes for and didn't deliver. Trey Palmer. I came in, you talk about Rashi Rice, <clears throat> the top of the list for me, it was one tier, uh, as far as pre, pre-grading goes, these four guys were all in the same tier. It was Rashi Rice, Xavier Hutchinson, Trey Palmer, and Jaden Reed. And Rashi Rice, we talked about, he came in 10 pounds heavier. That kind of... Is a question for me. Did those? Did the 10 pounds – he put 10 oh, pounds on over the last – couple yeah, yeah. 10, 15 pounds over the last couple of weeks. And then he comes You're in so he's, happy and he's, he's sluggish. Like 200 pounds or whatever and, he and was. And he's sluggish. Was he 200? He was 200 on the nuts. Yeah. And, and so he's he, 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 like, oh, shit, like the wheels up. Yeah. We, I he's, saw you – know, when I saw the measurables on yeah. Trey
1: Palmer, I was like, okay.
3: Yeah. And so, so, yeah. So, Rashi writes 200 pounds and then Trey Palmer comes in and Trey Palmer looks good when he's walking on the field. And I was expecting, you know – a build his build being closer to an odell beckham is it being have having some more athleticism because he because he's a fast guy he's a four three guy and you know i'm not this isn't a knock on josh palmer but he looked blocky and stiff in the upper body he couldn't get out of breaks as strong as i thought he could untape a little bit and i know i just really wasn't as impressed with trey palmer interviewed him after the practice dog but he just as far as on the field it it wasn't that level i think uh, i think your comp a lot closer to the Will Fuller conversation. I think that's more so where he belongs. So he's going to come down for me naturally. Um, but that was the other one that that disappointed me out of the, out of the four. Well, he,
2: and the and the thing about his hands, you know, the worry about the hands. The what was it? Eleven eleven drops, 11 drops last year. Um, you just see he he lets the ball into if he has free space. He's not gonna you know he's not gonna he's not gonna catch the ball with his hands he lets it into his body it, we we saw it if if it's a spot where he's got to go up and get it or he's you know he, he's capable of making hands catches but it doesn't feel like his natural way of doing business and 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 we we saw it today man like a, a lot of body catches
1: out of him and also here's the thing dude I have it written down i'm like where's this where's this where's this, where's this you have it written down on a notepad. Record-breaking. That means, it, that means it's important. Where's
2: this, where is this Where's record-breaking Louisiana State high school record 200-meter dash speed? Where is the guy that won the state oh. championship at the 100-meter and the 200-meter for four years in a row as a high school? Like, Where's that speed? Like When Philip Dorsett was here, you can look at it. When Marquise Goodwin was here, you can look at it you can say, well, holy shit, look how much faster he yeah, is than all the rest. I just had a
1: flashback. You know player I just had a flashback to? We had this exact same discussion with me about – Devin Duvernay.
2: Yeah.
1: Devin Duvernay came here, and you were asking, where's the speed? Just Where does it show up functionally?
3: Yeah. So, uh, you know. But blame the quarterbacks, too. We never saw him push anything.
2: Blame the quarterbacks to some degree. Because there could have been reps where I was watching another player besides Palmer where he could have been blazing wide ass. Well, all these nine the, rounds. the
1: national team, but, he's on the national team. The national team actually had better quarterback play and lesser cornerback play. So the national team, I don't think the wide receivers, receivers.
2: No, no, no. They I think had them mixed up because the national team the at least had at least had Max Max. Or the I'm sorry, the American team at okay. least had Max. Okay, Duggan. okay, okay.
1: Listen, okay. The national team did not have the the number of corners yeah, suffocating no, them the American. Like the American team, the American yeah,
2: team corners, and I and I'm I'm always wrong about how to bet this game because it's always weird how to bet it. But this is a thing where it's like. If I was having to choose how to bet this game and it's some kind of pick'em, yeah, I, I, I look at the DBs for the American team and the oh. first of those quarterbacks, and I just think if there's some kind of line where it's like a pick'em, uh, you know, I would I would say you know maybe the Ameri- the, the American team based on just the first day of practices yeah. might be who you want to go with.
3: This American team's gonna, I mean, they're gonna suffocate that the national team as far as the, the corners go in the quarterback play. Um, and the, the, there was some holding.
1: Uh, Slightly, uh, some holding by the cornerbacks Slightly. as well i mean it's like one of those things it's like yeah they were holding but he also exploded out of his crouch and deflected the ball away in a way mm-hmm. that very few people could so it's like hey you know these guys are just super physical so l- let's let's talk about a, f- a few more uh wide receivers some of them uh, better maybe no, like there's, there's plenty like uh, Ronnie Bell was as bad as advertised, right? Did, did, did you, did anyone, was he advertised as being real bad coming in? Like, did, did anyone, did anyone get anything out of Ronnie
3: Bell?
2: Uh, well, he, he did on the, uh, on the zebra tracking. He did run the farthest of anybody else. on the field. <laughs> Wow. <laughs>
3: 5,219 yeah. yards. So, congrats. I mean, he
2: definitely got a lot done as far as he got a, he. it. Ronnie, Ronnie Bell got a big workout in today.
1: He yeah, he did. A, yeah. He yeah. tired, but he didn't uh, have he a lot. Puka Nakua looked good.
2: Yeah. I, I, right, dude, so there were, there were some good performances. Dude, Puka, Puka Nakua, they had him lined up exclusively over at the Z. They had him in the sets with who was number eight for the um, – who was, who was eight on the – I'm getting them mixed up now. Eight on the national team. Let's see. You
1: mean – uh, um, oh, in terms of the wide receiver, that was Ronnie Bell.
2: So they had yeah. Ronnie, Ronnie Bell on one side. They had Puka Nakua on that other side that with him. Right? Yeah, and they kind of had him running with the second team. But, uh, you know, on, on my on my flight in, um, Hainer and Nakua were working together um, as far as kind of going through plays and quizzing each other and stuff like that, just in the seats right in front of me. And then, you know, the quarterback, Jaron Hall, oh, you know. That's horrible. It, horrible. It, well right but god he was bad but you know he he had the built-in stuff with nakua too so it felt like he was always in a good spot to be making plays he looked dependable he looked good as i go back and re-rank these guys i'm thinking Nakua's is probably gonna out of what 16 he probably gonna be in the top half
1: of he those was one of maybe three wide receivers that i think helped themselves that
2: yeah. Today. Yeah. I mean, it's I, I think he's I think he's kind of good. Um, we'll see. But like we said, you know, he he did work hard to kind of have some built in camaraderie with one of his quarterbacks. And then he had the built in camaraderie with uh, I, I'm i not sure we even need to talk really about the quarterbacks. But the stuff with I mean, the stuff with Hall was really, really disappointing. He, he, um, with just
3: talking about that one ball. The one ball says that his whole day was defined by that one, you know, the drawback. And, and the, again, I'll, I'll allude to this again, where these quarterbacks just held the ball and held the ball and held the ball. And in these practice settings, when there's no D line rushing you, and even if there is, they're not going to touch you. It's about, you know, getting your drop back and, and getting the ball out. And they're just like holding, 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 holding. And it's like, and then a dump off and it's like four seconds. And It's like, that's, none of that's realistic. And what Jaron Hall did is he kept doing it. And then there was a play where it was like, throw the damn ball four seconds. And then he finally like pumps and you know he thought twice, and the ball went backwards out of his hand, backwards out of his hand. I'd never
1: seen that. I was an equipment manager at Northwestern, and we didn't have the best quarterbacks, but I never saw that. <laughs> I never saw that in practice. It,
3: but that just kind of defined the day at quarterback, especially for him. It was just like these guys. I think they all were. Never. They're all at that. They're in. The, they're all in the in the middle to lower tier at the quarterback position in the class overall. And I and I, I think they're all just really. To, to be quite frankly, I think they're all scared to, to push the ball and to, and to get take the next step to make to make the mistake, and that's going to naturally come with the the group of quarterbacks if if you're not in that upper level of talent or the mentality to be a leader and all that stuff that goes into it. But yep. who'd it you who
1: now. would you rather have um, Puka or would you rather have uh, Andre Isovis? Is that what's his
2: name
1: again? Ye, Ye-Sovish. Ye-Sovish. Is it Yisovish? Isovish okay andre yosevash Yosovash, dude i'm getting to know these guys Nisovich. i don't know man. yosovish Nisovich. great it, it spelled, so it's spelled nothing like that so puka Nakua or nisovish puka Nakua. puka Nakua. right yeah do you think uh i don't i don't think uh, nisovish
3: helped himself Yosef Osh was Yosef Ash, as advertised, as somebody on Twitter would say. He's ad advertised. Yeah, not Christian Watson, though. That's, that's one, the one thing people were like, this is going to be Christian Watson because he's from Princeton, and he's not a big school name, and he's coming we're over here. Number nine. And he's weren't yeah, they, 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 they put him in the Watson jersey, number nine, that, that Watson wore last year. I was year. excited for this guy. I was. Not, 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 well, let's, not, I, not. I think we should give him one more day.
1: He's, not a, but he's thing, one of these wide receivers, I think we'd give him one more day. He's, he's from, coming from Princeton. Let's give him another day. All these
2: guys, maybe we're, we're gonna give him two more days, all of them. But you know, for our reactions to day one, it's it's he didn't he didn't he didn't show much. And also, I, I personal personally I personally saw one horrible drop out of him. Yeah. Um, so it's like we'll we'll see. But there wasn't anything athletically that popped out. The, the good news is we're kind of getting through some of the guys that. Maybe didn't show as much. There were some guys today that did show a
1: lot of things athletically. Jonathan Mingo started slow, but he came on at the end.
2: Yeah, well, Trash Man will be here any any minute, and Trash Man can come in and do a little Jonathan Mingo victory lap. That a victory lap that, that he can do. Well, he can. He was, maybe, a, he was pretty good. He can. He, he can maybe. No, what I'm saying, like a little mini victory lap, a mini sort victory of ones lap. around this sectional
1: again. People it, can see it. He was on the American side, and so I felt bad for him because he was. Often lined up at X, had to go against a true lockdown, you know, top 40 corner. Yeah. And so he had a he had a really challenging time. I'm excited to see him tomorrow, too. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys that I'm I'm not, you know, I, I heard you comparing him to Dontario Drummond, which I think was insulting. It's fair enough. I though. think that was, I think, I think it was it was a snap judgment. He's and I think it, to,
2: he's closer to Drummond than he is to AJ Brown. And oh, and you he's think? guys are the same size. Really?
1: AJ yeah. Brown, you're going to go straight to AJ Brown.
2: Well, they're all they're both they're all three Ole Miss guys that are like sick. Like, can he be Demarcus? Is he allowed are, to be Demarcus, Lodge? How, DeMarcus over, Lodge? How about Lodge? How about a
1: better Demarcus Lodge?
2: That are barely over six foot, barely over six foot, two hundred twenty five okay. pounds. Okay. Okay. huge BMI guys. That's right. like, I just think
1: it's rude. Okay.
2: Okay, oh, I, I think it was of all fucking people to talk about being rude, yeah, on, the, on, rude. The, on the on the internet with your podcast. Ten minutes into practice. Jesus Christ. Did I did I talk? Did I talk to fucking rude?
1: Jesus Christ. Did I talk to Jonathan Mingo after practice? Yes. Was he nice to me? Yes. Is it affecting what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why are we talking shit about? You? You're a nice guy. Yeah, I'm sure he's great yeah he's yeah good. well i don't great
3: but. i, I want to talk about i want to talk about this so maddie our boy just put it in the chat he said how tank dell do today no no no, no. Tank, we can't talk about tank dell I yet. want to talk about somebody positive i know like, well no no, no. On one t- more t- one more guy one more guy one more guy, I, one more guy. xavier hutchinson this. xavier you talk
1: to xavier hutchinson That's after it. practice oh, yeah. let's let's get into xavier hutchinson he's my worry is this is a big 12 wide receiver i'm nervous about xavier hutchinson i was you know, doubtful I didn't see anything special from him, but then you talked to him after practice. What do you have to say?
3: I, I mean, all these guys can kind of had the same can kind of same thought process. Having to go against Julius Branson, Tyreek Stevenson today was tough for all of them. And he basically just said that was his biggest competition was Julius Branson, who at playing at Iowa State, he played against Kansas State, and already did that. But kind of what Alex brought up last Saturday when we were on the Futurecast talking about the preview was Xavier Hutchinson, sixty seven percent. Is that the number was 67% yeah, was like, against zone?
2: Yeah. Six, no, it was like a 66% target rate versus zone, zone coverage and just under 20% versus man coverage. And you, sit, you start thinking to yourself, well, you know, why is that? What's going on with it? And I heard you guys, you talked to him after practice, but I heard him being interviewed by some of the national media asking, what do the scouts say that they want to see from you? Sure. No, I mean, we, this is, this is one of the easiest ones, Cody, to figure out. Yep. Well, the first thing he said, they want to see me versus man. And how I react versus man, and when he's out there versus man, no shit, he struggle. He struggles a little bit to get open. They go to team. They they go to team drills. Whenever they go to it, they go to the simple. Uh, they go to the the simple two high zone. And when they do this, Find he pocket. he finds a little pocket, and they can get him the football. And, it, and it's just it it leads you to believe that he's. If you watched him in college, you would think like. You know, the way he could take over football games, only one game in 2022 where he had less than eight receptions. He like he was just, every game you look at is it, it's, it's not really a highlight reel because his longest catch, I think, was 38 yards on the year. But the volume, right, the volume right. He was a big he's, part of every game offensively, especially in the post Brees Hall year. He's fine. He's fine. But he's fine. It, but it, he's 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 not a okay, question. Would you rather and he's he's just I'll just say this. I always pictured Xavier Hutchinson as somebody that's going to be coming here be like 6'3". He's going to go up and get kicks, has to catch balls. He's going to play outside. All He's not. He's just over six feet tall. um okay. And, and he, he feels like a possession-wide receiver that's
1: really good and really nifty at finding soft spots in the zone. Would you um, rather have Xavier Hutchinson or Michael Wilson? Because these are both solid players, possession receivers, but don't have the wow factor. I mean – Based
2: on my limited exposure to Michael Wilson, I've not done my formal evaluation on him. I've only seen him here. But I will say this. I I think I'd take Xavier Hutchinson. Oh, Xavier
3: Hutchinson. Really? Xavier Hutchinson because, one, for fantasy, 160 targets from Xavier Hutchinson last year by itself is more than Michael Wilson's had since he was junior year of high school through his entire career at Stanford. Oh. He, he had, you know That's, that's point oh. blank by itself. Oh. Wilson, by himself, is – Oh. severely underrated from the, from the national media. Nobody's talking about Michael Wilson. You, you know,
1: he, I'm just, I'm, I'm only saying that because he actually looked really cool and the fun and like, he had great moves. Go, and go gadget. hips. He right? had, yeah. he had smooth yeah. hips, quick yeah. feet. Like the guy, he was fun to watch in drills. Yeah. Wilson's a dude. He's fun to watch. So this is why, this is why we, like, yes, seeing these players in these drills is important, but, if a guy's going to have 160 targets and he's going to blot out the sun with college production, that's what's going to win the day with our evaluation. And you can see I'm outvoted already. So there it is. But
3: the thing is like, if I was running an NFL team, I'd probably wait and be able to get Michael Wilson fifth, sixth round. That's an entirely different conversation. But um, as far as like, I I think our conversation Hutchinson, I think is pretty, pretty easily. I think I would say ahead of
1: Michael Wilson. Okay. Dontavian Wicks impressed me. He, he, He sprained an ankle, and then he played through it. You could see he was stretching it out, and he was still getting after it.
3: He's an interesting player. Massive hands. Massive hands. Talked to him after practice as well. And the big question that me and Alex had, especially coming in, we talked about this last weekend, was 2022. What happened? Because 2021, he had over 1,000 yards. He looked fantastic. Michael Gallup-esque and 2022 he did 2022 we only had what four or 500 yards didn't do much oh what was the problem and he and he basically said i asked him you know because he alluded to it before i even brought it up and he goes 2022 i just you know it's, it's in the past it was in the process and i said what what, what about it well you know what's your growth I mean, factor from 2021 nice guy by through the way. 2022 <laughs> through this draft process hell of a guy from 2022 and he's like I, I just looked at it as a growing experience and obviously Virginia had tragedy in their, in their program this year. And he just looked at the entire process of 2022 as a growing experience, having injury, the team, everything that went on. So you can't really exit out the year that he had, but like you alluded to 2021 looked entirely different. And Three
2: so point, 3.25 yards per route run in 2021 yeah. versus 1.26 in 2022. Yeah. It's just going to be a bit different year. And you can say different coaching staff, Tragedy in the program – I mean, tragedy in the program didn't happen until the middle of November. It uh, was um, already bad before. Like, so, I mean, the, something was – you know, something was up. We haven't got those answers exactly. But I will say that within his, his team, he he's one of these. probably he's one of the better-looking receivers oh, on, yeah. on, on that yeah. squad.
1: I, I think I look, he looked good. Yeah. And there's a reason why the Breakout Finder app looks at a player's best college season. That is a data point for the Breakout Finder because we found that, you know, there are some seasons where a player is just not himself and the guy you're drafting is not the guy that played in 2022. And that often happens. So let's talk about the best receivers. I would, I'm going to throw one of my favorite players out there, Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed was great, but also I think it's uh, Jaden Reed and uh, Nathaniel Dell, also known as tank Dell. Those, to me, were the two most impressive receivers. Do you agree – this is a question for both of you – do you agree with that? And if you do, who would you prefer? Okay,
2: so uh, – so oh, gosh. I mean, Jaden Reed's the best receiver here, and he was a guy who I hadn't done my formal evaluation on, but he's the best receiver here. Um, he is not only fast, but he's just so twitched up. He is – so um i like what's comp.
3: the i like your comp better than mine
2: i'm just trying to i'm trying to think of the word the, like the way that he gets in and out of his breaks it's not one of these things where he's like super super explosive the way like i just want to say artistic but i just want to yeah, say yeah. he's like kind of
3: very dexter is lower body dexterity is pretty, he's just very he,
2: like he he just he, he finds these he finds these ways to get open in these one-on-one drills that are just you look at him you're like whoa that was an impressive thing what he did that was a little bit unusual and unique what he just did but it looks clean it looks polished it looks like he's worked on it he's a great kick returner he's he's he is um he's fast he has very consistent hands he, I guarantee you that he's going to test explosively and to me I just I look at him and I see I see Antonio Brown uh, it's it's a big it's a big compliment <laughs> To say that, but it's the first comp that came to my head. I'm like, this guy's coming into practice and he's, he's looking like the kind of dominant player that you see every single time. I mean, you come to these senior roles every single time. Something like, you just look, you say, holy shit, look at this guy. It's like, wow. Denzel he's, Mims, remember that? He's just, he's, well, Mims, right. Do you remember Cooper Cup or Debo? I
1: know, but, I know. I'm, but, but, this, is, this is what, sadly, because he's 5'10, what is going to matter is the combine. The combine is gonna is gonna have yeah. all the information Look, now because we know I, he's good, and if he runs a four three five, it's gonna. I be do completely sure four, up. Three, if he's five. not, if if he's like a four five guy, it's gonna be challenging. It's oh, gonna be on. it's gonna be difficult. Well, what uh,
2: like it looks like there's a comment in the chat saying that he trained with AB, and that's from a guy that played point in the high school. So that's, I mean, it. <laughs> there you go maybe he learned
1: some of those moves. Antonio Brown didn't run a sub 4-4 I'm just oh, dude think, I'm just saying. these outliers ha- these outliers exist There's, but I'm saying you're, you're in outlier gonna, world if if he's not going to run fast then he's going to he's an outlier I don't world. think he's going to I just don't I don't think he's going to blaze he's, sub he's
2: almost 5 191
3: I don't think he has to run under four five four to to be you know like four five four five one. 5 at the outer bounds, that would be like my limit of. Uh,
2: right, I think four fours would be good for four him, four but man, for 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 me, there's no question. Jaden Reed is the
1: best receiver here. Yeah, um, yeah I think they'll 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 actually they'll bump because he's one ninety, and they'll probably bump him up to five eleven at the combine. Is my guess. His then, age, you know, his, then, his age will
2: send to one of those masseuses. Yeah, then, stretch the, him out. yeah, like, then I think, <laughs> yeah, at that at that
1: point. You know, you could still have a Calvin Ridley athletic profile, right? And and be great. I mean, he's interesting, he's an interesting player, man.
2: Yeah. And then all that Cody talk about Tank Dell. I mean, my just thoughts on Tank Dell And kind of we we talked to we talked to Ray G, man, our, our our guy after practice. And Ray G's like, shit, man, how much, how many times are we gonna do this with these 160-pound dudes? How many times are we gonna do it? And it's like it's kind of well, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of true.
1: Um I but remember, I remember the Senior Bowl in 2020 with Chase Claypool and Michael Pittman, and guess who was making the most plays, catching the most passes? People were talking the, the about kid that went to Ohio State. No, James Prochet. No oh, Prochet. No, there's you also the Ohio to, State You always kid. have to remember that in seven on sevens and one on ones that. There is some uh, priority given to slot receivers that can yeah. just get open. These quarterbacks, yes, they want to uh, help to uh, evaluate, help the coaches evaluate, and the scouts evaluate the wide receivers. They're there to serve that function, but they also want to complete passes.
2: Yep. Yeah. And- yeah and it's easier for especially for these slot guys that are super fast and they're just doing the drag yeah. routes over in the middle like there's these these linebackers are saved just like oh shit like it, I, it didn't I, surprise
1: I guess, me that that he looked he, good but he's he did open. look very good he and looked very very quick and he always catching open. everything yeah so it's interesting and he's interesting a wandale robinson type is 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 absolutely in his range of outcomes but he wasn't as prolific in his final season as Wandale Robinson.
2: Well he's pretty he's been he's been pretty prolific for for Houston, Tangdell. Um mm-hmm.
1: with that being said, it's I mean, well not, Houston is a you know
2: it's a it's an it's spread an, it's, it's an air raid offense. Air raid I, offense. I, 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 I mean so I his that. dominator
1: rating is not gonna be what right what Wandale Robinson's was at Kentucky. But yes, he was prolific at Houston, one of these you know air raid offenses it's it's just I want him to be I want to see players like that in the NFL. When you see them here, you you just you want to you you close your eyes like what is what would it what would it what would a successful year for this guy look like? And then eyes, eyes, and you think there's too his- many Isaiah McKinsey's. What Ray Garvin was trying to explain is guys right there most of these guys are going to be isaiah mckenzie they're not going to be marquise brown they're not going to be deshaun jackson like i i
2: i get that that's the thing it's like is this guy deshaun jackson i'm not sure is he marquise
1: brown i don't i don't think so so that's sort of where
2: we are but
3: marquise
1: brown's like the only 160 pound wide receiver that's had a relevant fantasy season in memory like tutu atwell had a couple weeks but not a full season i will say the tank dell man like that guy whenever cody does his
2: dog ratings and stuff i'm gonna bet he's high because that's a 163 pound dude that gets after in the run blocking game and all kinds of shit he's like fun it, yeah man. so but but i totally agree man you're, you're definitely he's you. He, it's a flyer and, and it's a flyer in dynasty it's one of these fourth fifth round rookie draft picks i, w- I would think that you can you can make and just you know hope Something goes big in the same way you were maybe targeting our comp for him coming in, which was uh, Calvin Austin Jr. from last season.
3: The thing with Calvin Austin, and I remember specifically a year ago watching Calvin Austin and enjoying Calvin Austin and his size, he was in that same way. But he was also very soft-spoken. And, and if you have to compare it, when I came in here, I was looking at Trey Tucker. I was looking at Nathaniel Dankdell and Darius Davis. And the you're, way- talking
1: about, you're talking about looking at your dog rating.
3: No, I'm talking about – the the these three guys that are five, eight, five, seven, 168, oh. one sixty eight, one sixty five, one sixty three. Yes. Yes. Which one of these three guys is going to elevate themselves? Cause that was a big question. They're all three the same freaking size. They're all three fast, you know, Trey Tucker was a guy that was consistently fine today. Darius Davis was the one where I was like, I think Darius Davis might be the guy that's best out of these three coming in. Darius Davis was the Kelvin Austin where, yeah, he has the speed. Yeah, he's got the agility, but he's just not that dude. Nathaniel Dell had Uh, a different gear, a different level of speed, a different level of smoothness in and out of routes, a a stride.
2: stride. He was
3: constantly, constantly, I know you talk about seven on seven, but constantly his just, I don't even know what the word is. Like his ability to get in and out of breaks so quickly just put him there, and those cornerbacks were five. Boom! The corner would slide five yards past him, and bang! Tank makes the catch, and Tank goes down the field, and he strides out everything. And his strides just remind you of like a, a player with that speed. That's not a joke. Like it's not Calvin Austin's trying full till one hundred ten percent every time he makes a player. He's running Darius Davis, one hundred percent, one hundred ten percent. doesn't have to doesn't have to try one hundred ten percent. He's eighty percent striding, and he's faster than all these guys, like a like a freaking two year old doe. And <sighs> Ron uh, Rondale Moore. Rondell was thicker throughout the, the but even this, like we talked about, I asked you this question, Darius and Tank were standing next to each other. I said, which one looks bigger? Darius, Darius looks looks smaller, smaller, but Darius weighs like six pounds heavier and it's like, and Tank is built Tank is just built better for being a smaller guy. His so his nickname is Tank. His nickname is Tank for a reason. Like he he hates you said he hates the word Nathaniel and uh, he wants to be called Tank. So I'm gonna call him Tank. But I, I like Nathaniel. I, first I you him. know it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough coming out of here in a couple of days to have him be. He's probably post post day one. Post day one, I say projecting. He's probably gonna be you know, in the conversation, definitely in the conversation for the all senior bowl team. Um, but having him be your top receiver coming out of here from this group is going to be very tough because of being 163 pounds. When you talk about a guy like Jaden Reed, who we just talked about Jaden Reed, man, top to bottom, I, I, you know, I had him six overall um, at the wide receiver position through 25 grades uh, coming in. And then I moved him down to like nine and I just, I, I had questions Everything that I had a question about, he answered today.
1: So he's the one guy right now, other than some of these running backs, we'll talk about a couple of these running backs, I think is in play to be a first round pick in Dynasty
3: Jaden Reed? Yes. Well, so yeah, so I mean, there's also the, the two other questions: is Josh Downs, who's not playing in a game, and then Zay Flowers with the Shrine Bowl right now, who came in light, and and uh, Byron said he had small hands. Like that, those are the two guys right now. They're like the 11th and 12th pick in, in fantasy drafts, and that's where Jaden Reed can enter himself yeah. into that conversation against Josh Downs and Zay Flowers, who are mere images of each other, 180 pounds. Where's Jaden Reed, 180 pounds. Jaden Reed's in the conversation. He's in the first I'll be, round conversation. I'll be, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll
2: be super interested to see because this this will actually this this show will be simulcast on the Roster Watch podcast too. And so for our mm-hmm. listeners there, like or for anybody, go to Roster Watch. I'm about to post Byron's All Shrine Bowl team. I'll be really interested. I haven't looked at it yet. I'll be really interested to see if the players he you just mentioned from the Shrine Bowl Downs and Downs, Jones Downs isn't
3: Downs is there, but Flowers is
2: Flowers is or there. Downs and what did I say Jones? Jones. Oh, I think these Zay Jones. <laughs> Flowers. Um, if, if, if Flowers is on the all Shrine Bowl team, I'm sure he probably
1: is. If you're a wide receiver, would you go to the Shrine Bowl to stand out? Would that be a strategy?
2: There's a whole Senior Bowl, Shrine Bowl discussion that could be had and it could get us in all kinds of trouble with various friends and <laughs> entities. Um, there's
1: some stuff. It's so a game yeah. theory, right? I don't know. I really don't know. You let the others commit to the senior bowl, then you go to the shrine bowl and completely dominate. Yeah. I I don't know Think about the corners that they're going up against compared to these corners.
2: I think the shrine bowl is getting I think the shrine bowl is getting better and better. I think that Eric Galco's done a terrific job with it. He's a friend. Um <laughs> Listen to you. I'm just listening to you. <laughs> Look at this, dude. I could never You're run a good, for office. I, I could never be a good politician. Jesus, listen to me, dude. I, like, I, I, dude, I can sit here and talk about I can talk, I can talk all due respect to all my friends about in the community else in, the, in the world. But man, you ask me, you ask me a question like this, where I got to be, be PC?
3: Yeah, I mean, the bottom, the bottom line is, bottom line is, you know, Zay didn't have the opportunity to come to the Senior Bowl. He chose to go to the Shrine Bowl. It is what it is. And we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I haven't looked at Byron's list. We'll see if he makes the All Shrine Bowl team. But um, nonetheless, comparable to Jaden Reed is Zay Flowers, Josh, Don- Josh Downs, and I think in the conversation for that two hundred one, that one twelve in fantasy is going to end up being Jaden Reed if he if he continues through this process and runs four four seven. He's got yeah I'll yeah. Fuck, I'll fuck right four, four four seven will four four seven will be it's like he's
1: got to be sub four champion. five. He's four, four, seven. It's fine. And it's he's out, four, four flat. That's really nice. And it's,
2: and it's already out of the question that he's going to be anything below 75th percentile in all the agility yep. drills. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's just like it's already out of the question that he will be yeah. anything below that. So. Um, yeah,
1: he's going to have a sub eleven zero agility score. That'll be great. Cool. Can we wait? Uh, wait no, what, talk tight end real quick. We, who, which tight end impressed you today?
2: Yeah, that's a Cody thing. I mean, I like to, what, you yeah. don't even, you're,
1: are Titans too good for you?
2: So, no, I just, I, I wasn't you don't even You don't even care? Me. When the Titans were working, I wasn't, Cody likes to watch them. You know, it's I a fantasy mean, position. To me, to, yeah, but I, it's a fantasy position that doesn't become viable until you have the sample size of the NFL to know who's good. Did I mean, you see just, Trey McBride last year at all? Or did you well, miss Trey him? Mc, Trey McBride made you see him. Greg Dulcich made you see him. None of these guys made made me see them today. So if that says anything, maybe that says something. M-
3: Musgrave, Musgrave consistently made those catches. Musgrave
2: is the one that I so would so say. Musgrave is the one that I would say. Musgrave seems fast. Musgrave. He, he can, and Musgrave is because people
3: know who Musgrave is. Musgrave. 6'5", like, 255, 255, 255, 255 out of Oregon. 6'5", Oregon Oregon Oregon, 255 out of Oregon State. My my last mock draft on playerprofile.com, 2.0 had him going 25th overall to Jacksonville because. He's the grandson of Bill Musgrave, the, the offensive coordinator uh, in the NFL. Uh, and rumored to be running. You know, some people talk about this 4-4 four, four thing, low four fives. I don't really quite see that. Uh, you know, four, tight end four six would be nice from him. Six five, two fifty-five, massive, massive dude, massive fucking dude. Um, wait, wait. His athleticism score should in the be
1: database would be like 99th percentile if that correct. That would be wild.
3: So he's clear-cut the number one guy here. Um, yeah. Right now Payne Durham oh, wow. Started for nat- for the national team Payne Guess Durham's- who's here At the bottom of the elevator Trash man Trash man yeah. okay, go, go, okay. go get the trash man and We'll get the have- trash man
1: Just in time to talk Running backs Just in
3: time to talk Running backs I'll we'll run through tight ends Really quickly though Payne Durham uh, From Purdue Played He was the starting tight end In quotes uh, When they did team For, uh, for the national team uh, Payne Durham He's going to be more Of a blocking guy Than anything He's got the, He's got the body type For it No knee brace No elbow pads No gloves No nothing He's a bruiser um, gonna take a little bit of time, but I think he's fine. The guy that I really liked was um, Willis from Oklahoma. He came in, I talked about him last week, the best run blocker, the best pass blocking tight end in this entire class. He came in at 6'3 and a half, which is good because I was worried he's gonna come in at 6'2 and like 225 because he's a H-back type. He likes to block, things like that. Um, Played running back at Oklahoma for a little bit there. Came in at 239. So, right at 240, right That that Evan Ingram-type threshold. Light in. But, the thing is, unlike Evan Ingram and guys like that size, he's a dog of a blocker. And when he was used, which he was very, very rarely used in the receiving okay. game, he looked very good, and that was one thing where I interviewed him after the practice. Yeah, so then and he's like, "I really want to push forward to this," and he looked good today throughout. Okay, and, so and so he he he's
1: he, a, he jumps he's high rising, and he's he rising, and he runs fast and he's Dawson Knox.
3: Yeah, he's right, but that's the thing. Yeah. It's like yeah, he, he didn't yeah. didn't have a lot exactly. Yeah. no touchdowns in college. Yeah, I don't care.
1: I don't care about anything with it. He's gotta. He's gotta. He's gotta, he's gotta run fast and jump high. Earl doesn't matter.
3: He will. Okay. Well, we, we, like it, I said, it, it's going to come out but of the I combine. mentioned this when you're talking about tight ends. Everyone, you know, the tight ends always take a couple years. You know, Evan Ingram had a great rookie year and it took him a couple of years. The thing about Braden Willis from Oklahoma is he's 1,000% the best blocking tight end in this class. And that matters in the NFL for more than running backs in the past pro, more than mm-hmm. fullbacks in, in blocking. It's mm-hmm. Tight ends being able to block consistently, even being at 240 pounds, you can put a linebacker on his back in a hole. You're going to line up an H back. You're going to line up. You're it, going to line up consistently.
1: It's keeping Noah Gray in the league. Guys like yeah, Noah Gray, two forty, good blocker, and uh, in, with, you know with injuries to the wide receivers in Kansas City, that that's why he's on the field. So the running back position, there's two running backs that are head and shoulders the best. We're not going to talk about them yet. I just want to you know run through some of the the running backs that were less impressive. I heard good things about Evan Hall, Northwestern, my alma mater. I didn't see much burst from Evan Hall. I did see some smoothness in the passing game. I think he's interesting, but I wasn't overly impressed. How about you?
3: Evan Hull is one that I came in with. Uh, graded twenty five running backs coming in. He was graded as my twenty third running back, and again, that's preliminary stuff, just film based, nothing else. And I just wasn't impressed with his speed, agility, and, and lack thereof in the in the college football at, at Northwestern. That fifty five receptions by itself was impressive, but a lot of it was dump offs. And I wanted to see what he was going to do to take that to elevate that here today. And he lined up against the guy we'll talk about here, Chase Brown. Oh, Chase Brown. They were they the thing with these two guys is before practice started. As, as Dorian walks in here, the thing was when, when Chase Brown and Evan Hull lined up against next to each other, they walked around everywhere. They entered together, they came around together, they back to the back, and Hull looked better than Chase Brown. And I did not see that coming. After Chase Brown goes for sixteen hundred yards this year at Illinois, Hull, right? I,
1: I, I know Chase Brown special, was was uh, I, I felt bad for him. Like it, it was it was a sad situation. I mean, this guy was fumbling. He was dropping passes. At one point, he fumbled and got his helmet knocked off, I believe, by his twin brother. His brother? I I, I told Matt Kelly
2: the only thing that could have gone worse on that play is if his goddamn shoes would have flown off. (laughs) It's, It's a comedy of errors with this guy. It was like before they even started going, they were going against air, and he already had two fumbles.
1: He, he's he had the worst uh he had the worst performance day. of anyone uh, i Rod felt B's. bad for him in fact i could have uh interviewed him and i decided not to because all i w- would have is focused on the negative and i didn't want to I, I didn't want to subject him to that even though it would have been funny i should have done it <laughs> but other running backs in this uh the, in the national group cameron peoples i think he was the second best running back in that group that's not saying a lot not hard to do yeah it was yeah. a very low bar have you, have you he, guys he looked it? like uh, it, it, he looked like he uh would, would run hard. I don't know whether he's altogether smooth in the passing game or not i i I don't see a high ceiling for this guy. I'm interested in see what his athleticism looks like, but uh, i'm not I'm gonna, not overly impressed but, you, but he didn't he didn't hurt himself. Are you optimistic
2: about the athleticism testing? No,
1: are you are you optimistic about the agility
2: scores? When, no, when he
3: came in at two fifteen, I, I my initial I, comp for for Latavius Murray that's like a two twenty five, two hundred thirty pound back, big bruiser with the one cut and has speed. Like Latavius, I think ran like a four four eight or four four nine. Yeah, when he came out, yeah, yeah, this was still in the league. By the way, the, still in the league, still fantasy relevant because oh because he's got the frame. But but the thing is, is, is Cameron Peoples came in at two fifteen and he looked like. The build, like the build, was similar to Devonta Price last year, who came in, but he was 195. But it, it just was a slender body type, and I didn't hate it. It just Did, you, you think he was a slender, more, more more slender, slender lower body. Yeah,
2: L- yeah. I thought I thought he was a little bit blocky, a little blocky Locker up blocky. top. He tight, presents a lot tight. of surface areas with tight. tight. Like uh, so, I mean, the the, the comp that ju- the comp that just comp that just came to me was um maybe he could be like a Peyton Barber
1: what do you think of that one yeah i think that's best case scenario
2: Ooh, maybe he could be like that
1: <laughs> yeah no he's he's not he's he, listen it's not i'm not that impressed I, I wasn't that impressed with a chris rodriguez well that guy's that, that guy, guy would i mean well he was falling down like he was he had to he had to work extra hard to make anything happen and i told you guys if you need to lost yards, his balance if you, need,
2: if, if you need two yards chris rodriguez would get you two yards if, if, if you need five yards, Chris Rodriguez is getting you two yards. So, okay. so I
3: mentioned the, I mentioned the the Brian Robinson corollary because we saw him last year, like run into the back of his own offensive lineman at practice all year last year. W- what do you think about Darrell Williams? Get you two yards. Get you two yards for Chris Rodriguez. Oh, I don't well, think he's do You know that good. what? Maybe
2: it, no, because Chris Rod. No, Chris Rod. Chris Rodriguez is much, is much stockier and looks more like a. He he doesn't it's not going to happen it's it's he's, not going to happen he's, he's more stocky um man he's a he's a hard worker he really is he, a hard worker which he is gives, which is not he necessarily he gives, he gives, a he gives yeah. every ounce of yeah, his he, body and his energy into inside that. run drills where everybody else is going 80
1: he wants to be good <laughs> but at just, running
2: back you need a little bit more than just the want to be good so i mean look i mean god i mean god bless him I, like hopefully he he's a great player i just i think the, i think it's
1: just he's a guy that makes it look a
2: little bit hard
1: yeah yeah, yeah. i think we've talked enough about him uh, kenny mcintosh got injured during practice he looked
3: i th- you guys thought he looked a little better than i thought uh i came in with a low grade on him I, I wasn't that impressed um, again
1: i i I don't know if i have i, I feel like i may be holding this class to a, 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 a super high standard remember in 2020 not only do we have the incredible quarterbacks we had herbert and Hertz, yeah, right and, and At running back, we also had Antonio Gibson. I mean, it was just, and so that's the only other senior bowl I've been to, and I maybe I'm unfairly holding these players to this this standard, which is unfair, but I just kept walking away underwhelmed by a lot of these guys. With Macintosh, for me,
2: my (sighs) exposure to him was just, you know, I hadn't done my work on him yet. I'd I'd seen you know
3: so, you
2: know I I'd like seen in the college like the college football playoffs like, um what from I talked to Cody just a shit ton about these guys right we were like we constantly text back and forth and Cody uh, Cody I mean you seem real down on him and I came in here thinking like this guy's gonna be you know is this guy's gonna have these like he's gonna be like the guy you know, the guy Chase Brown with his shoes falling off and whatever else. Uh, he he's not like that, you know. He's kind he's kind of he's kind of fast, you know. Like he's he's pretty well. He's now injured, injured which is sad. I thought that the, I just I thought that there were some redeeming characteristics that he are they going to call someone and, up and do you know what? Yes, they are. Let me just let me just say this too. Maybe like we should preface the running back position by saying there are only certain things that you can evaluate, especially on day one in the Senior Bowl setting like this or All Star setting like this that you can really evaluate with the running backs. Um, it's, it's much, much so much easier with the wide receivers and it's so much easier with alignment and with the tight ends and stuff with the running backs. It's like, you can see how they are in pass protection. You can see how they are catching the football out of the backfield. You can, you know, people say that you can't see their, their, Vision or their creativity with their vision, they yeah. say you can't see their the contact balance. You, they, they say you know. Tajay
1: Taj Spears had those, Tajay Spears. Are, I saw are, some vision from like, Tajay Spears. Those are things that
2: I, I, I do believe that an inside run drills is the most important one where you can see those things. And we saw that from uh, Antonio Gibson. We saw from Damian. Damian Pierce was one of the best yeah. inside run drill guys I've ever seen at the Senior Bowl. Oh. He would like I, I, maybe Doug Martin might have been the been. Uh, Doug Martin was just incredible with those inside run drills. And he was good for a long time at, at, at the NFL level, um, but Doug Martin has some
1: monster seasons.
2: But I, I, I with 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 McIntosh, I hate to be wishy washy. I always like to have a real solid take. But he got hurt halfway through practice, and we didn't yeah. get to see it. In yeah. you know, it's like so. I get the easiest cop out. I'm just
1: very hopeful that he can be healthy for the combine. That's the next. That's the next question: Is will he be healthy for the combine? To me. His there there was a, a, a play where the ball got tipped and then he was lunging and his leg got rolled up on. Yep. And it looked like a, you know, shoe caught in the turf, twisting. And I had a couple players after the practice talk about the turf. All these stadiums got to move to natural grass enough with the turf
2: well this is a whole different this is a
1: whole different fucking thing but i mean you're totally right you
2: you guys we've never had this conversation but i'm a hundred percent with you on this 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 is like it's
1: become it's becoming it's hurting guys careers yeah no it's 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 a travesty yeah, but, i don't like it well, that, no and, one likes it and,
2: and that's and that's nothing to, that's that's nothing to say about hancock whitney stadium university of south alabama the senior bowl in general they they, they they do not put these players in danger whatsoever they take every precaution with them yes but, mayor
1: alex yes <laughs> but
2: but but as a as a just general principle man i, I feel the ex- exact same way that you do as far as the game of football They should be getting away from the, this even these turfs that they and they have sales guys for these different yeah. turf companies, no. they say it's actually safer. It's fake, than, that's than, than fake. Than grass wrong. Like I, no. I'm not sure that that's a
1: whole of a lie. It's, we could have that podcast. It's, yeah, it's 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 big turf. It's so I'm, we, I'm anti big turf. We should, we should have a big turf podcast. Yeah. Where we just, no, the big where the, we just, yeah, We'll call it the big turf. Yeah, or where yeah where we just, where we just ex- expose their lies. Yeah, there it's it's yeah. it's just lies on top of yeah. lies on top of lies. Yeah. Yeah. Tajay Spears. The one issue that I, I think that you know I've heard from multiple analysts is the medicals. And I'll tell you, man. Like, um,
2: I, again with Ty J Spears, I thought he was great. He looked so, good. Number twenty-two, smooth, two lane You guys saw him in the bowl game, uh, um, burst. To me, it's a Michael Carter type of player. Um, he is good in the passing game. He's good. At, he's good at. He's good at getting small and just navigating through stuff and just finding his way upfield. The next yeah. thing you know, when he breaks into open field, he's pretty fast. He's like, he's a he's a good he's a good player. I, I will say I did notice whenever I was I didn't ask him any questions with his interviews, but I like to walk around and just these guys are having their interviews with the national media. I like to look around, get an eye on them, kind of ch- check out their bodies, check out the you know, check out their bodies, yeah. Check out their Did you
1: see did you see any scars on his knee?
2: Well, I'm just gonna with 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 Tajay, you definitely notice. You know, he's definitely had some kind of big. Sir, he's definitely had um, some kind of surgery, I believe, on the on the on the outside of the right knee that you can definitely tell is is there meniscus um, ACL. There've been, there been talks about some sort of medical concerns. I haven't looked into his complete injury history. I like him, man. But I, I, th- I think I think he's I think he's one of these yeah.
1: dented cans that you get at a discount. I want him. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, I feel I think that's a great way. to. Yeah, I, I want. I, I don't want to call them a did a it can because that can give you botulism. So I don't want to deal with that. Have you seen the have you seen the devastating effects of botulism? OK, um, Matt, do you not can any of your own food in case of a natural disaster or an apocalypse?
1: I guess not. Rural Texas, man. <laughs> Prepper community. I get it, man. I get it. I get the mentality. I'm just not there. Yeah. I'm in Connecticut. Just in a, and if and if Amazon delivery and Whole Foods delivery fails, we starve. <laughs> you guys are going lower to the flow. <laughs> we're, we're dead. It's over. It's a wrap. All right. So okay, let's let's get to the to let's the, get to this cut. The, the most interesting players for fantasy, for dynasty. There's two players that are head and shoulders more interesting than anybody else. I mean, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that because we did – I mean, our RB3 overall – Jaden Reed – okay, Jaden Reed is – he really excelled. and He's in the conversation, in the conversation for first-round pick in Dynasty, rookie drafts. However, running back Eric Gray – and uh Roshan Roshan. right I almost got a guy I keep wanting to say Sean. Roshan Johnson Eric Gray Eric Gray Roshan Johnson who you got
3: fuck me I mean uh, so I came in I came in I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you dig into Roshan some more because you know Alex is down here in Texas working on on Roshan and Bijan consistently but Through the grades, I had Eric Gray number three overall in the class, and that was before I had any outside look or anything, and I moved him down to, I think, RB5 coming in. Then we're here having the conversation, and I go, you're just looking at Roshan. You can see what you can see on on, on film, and you can see uh, perceived athleticism, but when you see a guy like Roshan Johnson, six foot and some change, and a couple pennies, and 225 pounds, built so freaking well, you know I'm sitting here looking at him and, and on tape, it's like, oh, it's one thing. I'm like, this is you know, they're using him like Jalen Samuels. He's a great blocker, he's whatever, he's a great teammate. Talk to Alex, he's always talking positive. But when you put your eyes on this guy, it's not Jalen Samuels. I, I was sitting here for 25, 30 minutes, and I finally look at I go, Alex, Sean Alexander, Sean Alexander. And I was like, he's top five, he's not five. It's it's what you said was the, the Cadillac Ronnie Brown thing. That's what the situation yeah. is. Felix Jones, Darren McFadden. It's yeah. these double backfield where you have to take advantage. Yes. Roshan Johnson, we talked about it multiple times. We talked about multiple shows you and me have about Roshan Johnson since last year's Senior Bowl. This would be like oh my, this would be like if Saquon Barkley
1: and Miles Sanders were coming out in the same draft class. Yep. Roshan Johnson would be Miles Sanders yep. in a good way. Yep. In a good way. Right. Miles Sanders was the, the top back in fantasy. It was between him and and Josh Jacobs. You know, Sanders had a better receiving profile coming out and a little more athletics. We preferred Sanders, but after the season that Josh Jacobs had, I think Josh Jacobs has surpassed him in Dynasty quite easily at this point. Either way, that's the level of talent that we're talking about. This is a great gift. This is a great gift from the sleeper gods that we get a guy that happened to be behind one of the great talents in college football history at the running back position. And it's possible that the guy that was behind him on the depth chart was the second best running back in the entire class.
2: Yeah. And to me, it's a little, to me, it's like, it's a little bit surreal to be talking about Roshan like this, but you just, with you know, in central Texas and in Austin and around the Texas football program, everybody knows Roshan as the guy who came in as a star texas high school quarterback right he he he's he's got the he's got the mind of a quarterback he has that sort of leadership ability in the locker room and even through different coaching staffs you you have him who steve sarkeesian calls his lieutenant he's um, consistently on the honor roll for the, the University of Texas. He, has, I, I, I think he has like a tough major that he has. He's always on the big. What was 12. his major? What was his major? Uh, I, I think he's in like marketing at the Macomb School. Like it, it like it, like marketing. That's not hard. Well, it isn't hard for you, clearly. <laughs> look, look, look at what you built, but look, but uh, look, I, I, and I could be wrong. Marketing, about that. It, it could be. That. I thought you were going to say like material science. No, well maybe it is. I, I just, I just know that Roshan is a guy, ex- excellent student, always on the Big Twelve honor rolls, always on all this stuff, and you know the look.
1: You know he where should, actually you should, know where you know where he went. You know actually, it, it, he got a, a, a he has a dual degree. Right, he was at the Macomb School, right? I know that. I, that the I, Macomb I think, School, I think. The I Macomb think. School is a business school at the if University it wasn't of Texas. There, It Was at the Great Communication School? It was. A, it was but a one of them. He also went to Ball So Hard College. <laughs> okay, yeah, which is the most important college. Yeah, he went
2: to Ball So Hard. So, and in, in the reason why Keontae Ingram left Texas, he would never admit this, but it wasn't because of Bijan Robinson. It was because of Roshan Johnson. Because if if anything ever would happen to to Bijan. Roshan would have completely taken over. There's no way a guy like Keontae could have, could have competed with, with, with Roshan. He's got the mind of a quarterback. He's got that intellect. His past pro is great. We saw today one of the best looking, most put together. Like for me, like I've just seen him on the Texas football field and it's versus those guys. And I know it's Roshan. You see him on the field versus these other guys and you say, whoa, you like, wait, you just reset. You say, he's 225 pounds as a running no, back. This is And insane. he looks like
1: this. And you, he's it, only here because of Bijan. Right. If he had gone to Texas A and M, he would have come out last year. Right. So, with great fucking point.
2: With great point. With 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 Roshan Johnson, the it was just talking about today at practice. (laughs) It was it was the 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 inside run drills where he navigated through there the same way that we've seen getting free at the second level and bursting through. It was the pass catching ability. It was the pass pro. And it was all man. He showed his speed, and I, his, his agent is Eric Burkhart, who Who um, isn't Burkhart the agent for? He's the agent for like. Is he the agent for Kyler? Cheese. Oh, we we haven't fact checking. I think he's like the Kyler's agent, Cliff. Like all the. He's a he's a he's a big time agent, right? And I was asking him. He's got after, a big time agent. I was I was asking okay. him after practice. I said, you know, what's what's Roshan going to run? You know, he just he just said fast. Oh, and I I. I believe him oh. because if you look at the little listings they do at Texas with the internal with the internal testing that they do oh, during man. the winter and the spring conditioning where they test their forties and they do the, the pro drills with them, Roshan's always at the Roshan's always at the very top. And, uh, so he he's he's a he's gonna he's he's going to test in a way that's gonna make the I I I I predict. He's going to test in a way that's going to open the eyes of the analytics people even after we've seen this with our own eyes uh, as far as the on-field stuff here at the senior role and throughout his time in Texas.
1: So it really could be a Ronnie Brown, Cadillac Williams situation. I, I would be – that isn't anything that I've ever predicted or anything that I
2: had ever foreseen. But since, you, since you've mentioned it,
1: I mean, could things fall that way? Because I remember when I, when I was a kid – cadillac williams got the splash plays yeah. Yeah. right cadillac yeah. williams was a sexy guy but then ronnie brown had the better career in the nfl yeah awesome.
2: and i told you i told you man i talked to one scout he just said uh, you know i asked him about Bijan. where's he gonna go and i talked about Bijan. i want to know about Bij- every, all the texas fans want to know about Bijan and stuff and all he wants to talk to me about is roshan johnson and he's like and he's like you don't have any idea how close roshan's gonna go to Bijan whenever they comes time to Get drafted the, the, the team captain of the whole team. The, this is a you got to think this is a Texas team that's had guys like Casey Thompson over the course of the last few years. They've had Quinn Ewers, a brand new quarterback in Texas. They've had Hudson Carr. These guys have not been guys stand up, you know, ready to go leaders. You got Roshan, who's like, he, I mean, even though Bijan's the face of the team, Roshan's been the heart of the team. And whenever scouts come around and ask coaches about this shit, like that shit matters to them. And so there's a high. There's a there's sort of a high level of um respect that scouts have for what he's going to bring to the on field product is what gen- I mean, it's an employee for these football teams. I mean, they kind of look into
1: that stuff. You know, I, I think that this is also similar to the Kenneth Walker situation last year where we knew Brees Hall, right? We knew Brees Hall going in to the 2021 college football season was going to be the one on one. Right. It was already predetermined. Right. Mm-hmm and he he delivered right he delivered had a, had a great season came out early as a junior bam uh, not many people were talking about kenneth walker is a transfer right transfers to michigan state from wake forest and then all of a sudden okay he's 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 a, he's a monster producer right and now he's, he's at the combine and he's running a four four and it's like wait what wait what wait what wait what yeah. Yeah. and then we get that second running back right for the draft where you're in the top five and you're deciding between a handful of receivers and two of these running backs. And I was looking at this class with Cody the last couple of weeks. And it what stood out to me, he's talking about Kendra Miller and all these guys. And I'm like, I'm not super excited to draft a running back. If Bijan John Robinson's off the board. Now I'm a lot more excited. It's a good, it's incredible to hear. And there's another, like,
2: you talked about you don't like the Big 12 receivers, but I think the story that they did was Big 12,
1: <laughs> Big 12 running backs, yeah. right? Yeah, Eric you know? Gray, also great.
3: So, Eric yeah.
1: Gray's got the size. He's 210. So the weigh-in was critical for Eric Gray. He gets up to 210. He was you know, catching everything. He was awesome in pass pro. That guy checked all the boxes. He, he did everything you can. Again, there's only so much these running backs can do in drills because they're not full contact. And running backs really show who they are and what they're capable of in in full contact situations. That's that's why it's a difficult evaluation, more difficult. Eric Gray, I mean, he would have had to be Roshan Johnson to, to, you know, but he he wasn't quite Roshan. I mean, the, the, he was almost as good, but not quite. He just wasn't quite Roshan Johnson. But that still, it was still great to watch him out there. It was so clear. What I loved is, clear. it's yes. so. If you're not paying attention, yeah, and and you're distracted, right? You're talking to you know, Faraz was coming. Out. It was a lot, you know, right. Ray and uh, Derek Brown from uh, Fantasy Pros. Which we're talking all yes, a, a, lot, a lot of Barrett, guys. Uh, Scott, Scott Barrett, Barrett was hey, there. Man, hopefully,
2: Scott will go Tons by here, of it, yeah. tons
1: of our friends were there, and you get distracted, and you look up. But you always know. You knew when it was Gray, and you knew when it was when it was Johnson. You always knew.
3: Yep. The difference, the difference in the, the original question behind this was Gray or Johnson. I think we're all on the same page, Johnson. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's, and, it's Johnson. But that doesn't take anything away from Gray. Yeah. The thing is that's the thing. I think if he did everything he Gray could do was, it, the thing is is Roshan's 225 pounds and he's completely built. Gray, my only question on here that I wrote in my notes was Gray lacks the workhorse frame that you'd want out of a bell cow back, and that's what Roshan has. Gray's 210. Gray can do it, but my confirm was Devonta Freeman. What did Devonta Freeman? He could never take the full workload. He always had Tevin next to him, and that's the thing that Kind of pulls Gray down for me and Gray. I took his hand, soft as a pillow, and you saw in the receiving game today fantastic pass catcher as we knew coming in. But the question and the answer is Roshan Johnson. I think he's a top five back, hands down in this class. It's not even, it's not a question. Can
2: I just also say about Eric Gray? He's got the most, he's got the most insane musculature that I've ever seen in person out of a running back here with his just like, because when I was talking to Cody after the first, he came out a little bit early whenever media was still out there after the first practice, he came out a little bit early. He was doing some stuff in the end zone. And I just looked at him and he's got one of these, um, like he had his, he had his Jersey kind of, you know, the Jersey's kind of tucked up underneath. I talked to him. Yeah. I talked to him. He's a great guy. And and you just see, he's got this kind of um, Devin Duvernay had this, you know, uh, the kinds of players who look like they're like, they're, 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 Their ab area looks like it's like a tube almost underneath. And you look at it, you're like, "What's going on with this?" And you look at it, it's just like ab like armor. These just these just get ripped and cut with these abs that are just so crazy. And then you just get up in the stands, you see him from the field, and you just see you see his you you see his quads, you see his rump, you you see his calves, and you just say, "What is going What is going on with this power base? This is really something. This is something dynamite that we have here that." You know, at two hundred and ten pounds, we say we always say two hundred and seven pounds. That's north of the Trey Mason Dixon line. That's what we want to have out of an every down back, right? Two ten, man, he comes in, he comes in,
1: right? He comes in there, and I, mean, and I, I, I want Gray, man. The the, the, the the big The big question is: Roshan Johnson is he top three? I'm leaning yes. yes. And then Eric Gray is he top five?
3: Gray goes, Maybe. Grace. I think Gray's right at that 5 6 line. Roshan. Yeah. Roshan. I think Roshan's three right now. I'd put him ahead of Kendra Miller. And you put him behind Jameer Gibbs because Jameer Goods is so prolific in the receiving game. And as a pass blocker, he's going to be, he's just going to be a PPR monster. But right now, Roshan and Kendra for me would be kind of that. They're, they're Kendra. So people forget Kendra. I mean, touched on every single game this year, 1,300 yards. Zach Evans left for a reason too. Like Kendra Miller needs to respect too, but well, Roshan's Rochon, that conversation. Those four guys. Roshan's in that conversation. Those four guys. It's, it's those like, four guys. And no, then and like, then you're down to Eric Yeah, I've seen I've
2: seen Kendra a ton. I've seen Zach. I mean, Zach Evans well, Zach Evans could be a whole different podcast. Um yeah. I I think that dude, if you are talking Kendra Miller and Roshan Johnson, that is con- a, a, that a is a very, that's a very Good conversation. It's, a good yeah, with conversation. A bunch. it's an interesting conversation. Yeah. So I think that I think that makes plenty. Of, I think that makes plenty of sense. And we'll see how things go through the course of the of the week. Um, but certainly, I, it, it feels like every. I mean, I go down. I go down to the field, and it's uh, oh, dude. I forget his name. Is Pe- I think Pelissero and stuff. The yeah. first guy he goes and grabs is Roshan Johnson
1: after the practice is over. Oh, the NFL Network. Yeah, yeah, yeah of it's course. Just, like,
2: um, it was like so. It was. I
1: think it was kind of clear to a lot of folks. I think this was a very exciting day for Roshan Johnson. I wanted to be Roshan Johnson so badly today because he spent four years in the shadow of this guy.
2: Yes. Yeah, that's true. Right.
1: Okay. And he's been this guy that people talk about behind the scenes. Like you talk about, right? Yeah. Oh, he's a great guy. He's really smart. He's a hard worker let's stop talking about Bijan for a second and talk about this other guy that also deserves a little bit of uh, attention. And it's actually much closer between Bijan and Roshan Johnson than anyone realizes and all these things. But he's been basically toiling away in obscurity for four years, knowing in his heart that he's this good, but yet not being able to showcase it to the world until today and he has that moment and he delivers and then the NFL network is waiting for him and he realizes like the practice is over and it's all clicking in his mind. He's like, wait, this is happening. I'm going to be rich. (laughs) Like I'm going to the NFL. Like it's all like I knew I had it in me, but I still needed to do this thing today to take that step and then to just see someone do it successfully because you can have an incredible resume and you can face plant you know any given game right any given practice and it's not going to be a big deal but when you have this one day that you could elevate the lights came on and and, and you could change your life Mm -hmm. it was like a life-changing day for this guy i actually was like really jealous of (laughs) what he was feeling because i was like i want to be him right now
2: big big
1: big big day man
2: these are all big days in mobile man these are big times dude so it's a it's a it's big big action it's
1: It's all we have right now a lot of shit going on it's also all we have for football yeah Yeah, it's all we have and we're we're loving we're loving what we have (laughs) we're loving roshan johnson
2: you gotta you gotta love what you got man dance with who brung you